Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. So I have mentioned before, I love having conversations about personality types, whether you're talking DISC, Myers-Briggs, or Strengths Finder. And I am actually the Myers-Briggs INFJ type. I don't know if you have ever tested yourself before. There are nice little free things online that can, you know, with just a few simple questions, you can find out which one of the 16 personality types you are on the Myers-Briggs spectrum. And if you haven't heard of that before, uh, Myers-Briggs, M-Y-E-R-S hyphen Briggs, B-R-I-G-G-S. Just Google that and you can find it. You can get a lot of information off of their site, but it's always a fun thing to find out where you are and some of the words that they put around your personality style. Sometimes it can be super, super creepy accurate. But with Myers-Briggs, I am INFJ. Um, The different categories, like each one of the letters is a certain spectrum you can be on. So uh, there's introversion or extroversion. That's the first letter. Whether you're a sensing person or uh, you follow intuition is the second letter. If you're thinking or feeling is the third letter. And if you are judging or perceiving as the fourth letter. So as an INFJ, of course, because I started with an I and not an E, that definitely means that I land on the introversion side. I was a little bit closer to the middle, which... I find pretty interesting, Uh, really close enough that I could kind of swing either way. And that's pretty darn telling. Um, I like to tell people that I'm (laughs) ambiverty, ambivert, there's actually is a term called an ambivert, where you're kind of in the middle of introversion and extroversion, depending on the situation. And I really think that um, that's the direction that I've gone in life. Um, I've read that as you age, you can move towards the middle in a lot of different personality categories. I don't know if that's because you just get more life experience and you start to mellow out a little bit. I'm not sure, but I know I am getting more to the middle myself in that area. I do know that the experiences that I've had have either pushed me outside of my comfort zone or I've intentionally gone outside my comfort zone, you know, try to do a hard thing every day, right? I mean, I distinctly remember the first Chamber of Commerce meeting that I went to uh, back in 1997. This is your typical Chamber of Commerce happy hour. I kind of thought this would be, you know, hey, networking light. Let me go dip my toe in, right? I walked into a room of about 50 people and I can still close my eyes and see that scene in my mind, even though it was 25 years ago. Um, All of these people, I didn't know anyone. I felt completely out of place. 
Uh, you know, I had just started a pet business. I was young 20s. And I'm walking to a room with people in suits after getting off of work at their little, you know, corporate jobs or banking jobs. And then I saw the wine table. <laughs> and I was like, magnetically drawn to go to the wine table. I bet you people probably thought that I was one of the caterers because that's where I stayed pretty much for the next hour and a half, either there or against the wall or, you know, if you're a bit introvertish like me, oh gosh, I really need to go to the bathroom like five times during this event. That's just what I would do to go decompress. And then when people would come up to me and want to talk to me, it was like, <laughs> hi. Yeah, I really had no concept what to do with it. Of course, I have learned a lot since then. Uh, I actually intentionally put myself in a referral networking program so I could educate myself and find out how to approach those types of events to make them less painful and certainly more productive. So do you feel uncomfortable when you go into larger groups of people? Um, I feel completely drained with a lot of networking events, especially if I don't know a lot of people. Uh, of course, a lot of them, you know, they're complete energy vampires that are just there to try and sell you. Uh, they'll shove cards in your face and, you know, you know, it's all about them. Everything is about them. And when they're asking about what you can do, you can tell they're trying to find that intro into bringing the conversation back to them or they obviously lose interest in you quickly when they hand you a card and they're off to find the next victim. <laughs> oh, you know, you really want to educate them that, you know, true networking is relational and not transactional, right? I found an article in Psychology Today that, you know, draws the connection between introverts and cat lovers. Um, you know, I'm sure there's, there's connections to pets in general, but this one was specifically about cat lovers, which I thought was interesting. I, I confess, I have four cats. I believe that cats are like potato chips. You can't have just one. Um, of course, I love dogs. I private board dogs. I just about always have a bonus dog in my house the majority of the time. And I, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but maybe that shows that I'm, you know, mellowing in the middle, right? So one of the more interesting things that I've noticed after all these years in the pet industry is how the industry itself just attracts introverts. I started working at a veterinary clinic back in 1988. Um, I think that's probably when I started to notice the trend. I was an assistant to an older male veterinarian, um, I guess for, well, probably for nearly the history of veterinary medicine. They, they never have really put people in vet school that have outgoing personalities and they don't necessarily teach them in veterinary school how to network and, you know, run the entire business side of it. So um, I had one of those kind of old school vets that I worked for in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. He was quiet. He was mild mannered. He was probably an introvert too. And I discovered it was kind of a common factor through all my experiences I worked at an exotic animal ranch. I was pre-veterinary at Mizzou, worked in multiple veterinary clinics over the years, and animal people work the back of the house, and people people work the front, right? Have you noticed that? 
maybe you're one of those people. Maybe you were one of the animal people in the back, which, you know, we, we were all thankful. We could hang out with each other. We could hang out with the animals and we didn't have to be, deal with the customer service end of it, right? So, I mean, of course, we had to have social skills to be able to function with each other. But, you know, some of us just enjoy pets more than we do people. I uh, actually, I saw a pillow that I ended up um, getting at a at a pet store here locally. More cats, less people. And I ended up actually designing a shirt that said that also. So you'll, uh, I'll have to share my shirts sometimes. But yeah, more cats, less people. Sometimes that's how I feel. So does that sound like you? I mean, do you sometimes enjoy pets more than people? Um, I've seen actually that a lot of our employees are attracted to this work because they don't have to deal regularly with people. Uh, We have some employees who work full-time during the day in a regular corporate job or something that's very people-facing, and they just like to defrag at the end of the day with pets and, you know, just kind of release all of that stress of dealing with people during the day. I mean, not to say that uh, people in the industry, like, can't deal with people. I mean, some of them just prefer not to. Of course, you know, this doesn't count all those out there, you know, I'm sure you're thinking about one in your mind that is in your local network that's really, really a people person. Um, Love those people, people, because they keep the rest of us lively. But, you know, some of us just prefer not to work regularly with people. Um, In some cases, I see in our business that's driven by mental health or negative past experiences. Um, The National Institute of Health actually studied the effects of pets on people and showed that it like literally decreases the levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in our body. I know I feel that myself when I snuggle my cat. Um, Well, I don't feel it when he's sticking his butt in my face when I'm trying to work on the computer. But when it's that time and I need to relax, I do want him by my side. So if you operate a staff business or if you plan to one day, you really need to embrace this. Whether you're an introvert yourself or you're an extrovert, inevitably you will need to support and love on staff who maybe have their own life challenges outside of work. Maybe they aren't gifted at expressing them. Maybe they are introverts themselves. Working with pets can give anyone the opportunity to relax and focus outside their own day-to-day struggles. So um, if you are an introvert or if you employ people who are introverts or, you know, for whatever reason, if they are challenged by mental health or negative past experiences, I feel like it's wonderful that pets create that safe space for everyone, that safe space to be ourselves, the safe space to release the emotions of a stressful day, and that safe space for those of us that like to work in the back of the house, right? That's what I have for you guys today. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetSitterGuru.com. What is your next best move?